Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I have... Um, Book of Revelation, no telling how many times down through the years. Uh, I got in. I got into prophecy really early, but it, this this seems so surreal for me now because some of the things that the Lord showed me many years ago, I'm seeing it fulfilled. And we're living in that day and we're living in an hour. Once we go through this, you notice everything is numbered. And uh, if you miss some Wednesday nights, this, this is going to make you a good little book, study book, a folder. You put it in a, get your little binder of some type. And... Once we get through all of it, if you see that you're missing some pages, uh, write your name on a little piece of paper and uh, write down the pages that you haven't received, and I'll be glad later on to um, run some more copies uh, and uh, so you can have it. We're going to be talking about something very important tonight. And I hope and pray that I will, I can keep it down to a, um, a level that everybody can understand. If, if, I, if, I, if I get into an area that maybe might be confusing to you, don't feel bad about raising your hand and say, Brother Sammy, will you repeat that or clarify yourself? Uh, we finish. We went through the seven seals, but through the sixth and the seventh seal, something happened. Something took place, and I'm going to begin tonight by talking about the elect of Israel and Jacob's trouble. Now. As everybody knows, there is different opinions and views on where the time scale um, falls at, uh, and different people they 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 have different viewpoints about it, and I do not believe. With nothing that's within me, that the church will be here for the whole seven years. I believe that the church will be called out somewhere around the middle of the week, the first three and a half years, somewhere in it, and can't nobody pinpoint exactly when. Because if you could, then you could figure out when Jesus was going to come. And the Bible says nobody knows the day of the hour. Somebody, if somebody starts telling you they know, 
they, they got a formula and they, they, know, they, can, they can let you know when Jesus is coming back. You just need to turn around, walk off, and don't listen to nothing, nothing else they got to say. Because they, they, whatever it is, is going, they're going to be deceiving you. I mean, Lord of mercy, they've been trying to put down uh, the date that Jesus Christ was going to come for, for hundreds of years. I still remember the book the scientists put out in, in the early 70s. And somewhere along the day, time, that Sister Pruitt and I got married. We was married in 1972. Somewhere along that, along that line, it made headline news. There's a scientist figured out a formula. And that formula, and I remember it, I, I remember it, 77 reasons why Jesus was coming back in 1977. He had 77 reasons why Jesus was coming back in 1977. Well, them 77 reasons, I don't know. <laughs> you know, if he did, if he did come back in 1977, we all, without hope now, I'm telling you. <laughs> Amen. But the key that a lot of people miss, you can understand, because when, when we get a little further in Revelation, you're going to see something talking about the people of God and the elect and stuff like that. And people automatically say, oh, here, 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 here it says the elect, so the church must be here. But when you're reading in the New Testament and you run across the word elect, you've got to rightly divide the word of God to figure out what elect is he talking about. Brother Sammy, I thought he only had one elect. Uh-uh. There's the elect of the church, and then there's the elect of Israel. There's an elect of Israel. You won't find a lot of preachers bringing that out. But I, I got book and chapter. I can, I can show you when he's talking about elect. Yes, the church is the elect. But let me tell you something. There is a teaching and a theology that's being propagated today called replacement theology. And it's a lie. Replacement theology says that the church takes the place of Israel. That's not Bible. Hallelujah. It's not Bible. Amen. Matter of fact, the Bible says God's using the church to make Israel jealous. I know some of some of y'all, some of y'all ladies back back in the day, uh, never never did call call a guy or maybe hug a guy or give him a, some guy a kiss on the cheek for the main purpose of making another guy jealous. <laughs> Amen. But the Bible says, the Bible says that God is using the Gentiles to make Israel jealous. Amen. You had your hand raised. Yes. Yeah. The Jews is who I'm talking, and we're, we're going we're gonna to bring this out as we get into it. And the first part of our lesson, and I did not have, I mean, I did not have the time 
to put a bunch of stuff on the screen and give you handout material. And I, you have told me in, in time past you'd really have the handout material. So, um, you know, I, I, that's after I got my lesson together, I took the time to, to get it all printed out and uh, so you can have it. The elect of Israel and Jacob's trouble. Now, in chapter 7, we come to a pause in the action before the events of the tribulation continue to be revealed to us. If you'll remember, we ended last week when the seventh seal was opened. The Bible said there was silence in heaven about the space of a half hour. That's where we're picking up. Uh, we come to a pause. I mean, after all those horses rides out and those seals are open, then God's going to rain the judgment down. That's how come there's no way the church can be here because God says he ain't appointed the church to wrath. That's scripture. We ain't been appointed to wrath. We're going to have some persecution. But there's a big difference in persecution and wrath. Uh, so after the seals are open, there's a pause. Specifically, this is the first of four interludes in the book of Revelation. The interlude between the sixth and the seventh seals. In this chapter we will be given vital and important information about two groups of people who will live during the dark days of the Great Tribulation. We will also read about the sealing of one of these groups before God allows any further judgments to proceed on the earth. God's going to have some people here when the judgments come out. But this is why there's silence in heaven, because God is going to seal those that's his before he allows the judgment to begin to pour out on those who took the mark of the beast and all of those things. Um, we will also read about the sealing of one of those groups. Uh, the people that are to be sealed are Jews. This is our first encounter with Israelites in the book of Revelation. Truly, God is not yet through with his people, the Jews. No, not by a long shot. As we see here, and as the Apostle Paul so clearly teaches in Romans 9 and 11, during the Great Tribulation, God will once again be working with and through his chosen covenant people of old. A careful study of the scriptures regarding the Jewish people reveals that the primary purpose of the tribulation is the recommissioning, refining, and restoration and vindication of the Jews. And I'm going to give you a few scriptures to, to, to back this up. You see... There's still a problem with Israel right now. Yes, they're in their homeland. Yes, that's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. But no, in the shape they're in right now, 
they're as lost as last year's Easter eggs because they rejected Jesus. They're still looking for the, the, the Messiah to come for the first time. They, they, don't have, they don't have the revelation of Jesus. And the, tri- the last part of the tribulation is going to be to prove to the nation of Israel who God really is. It's going to take that to get them to see who God is and so they can eventually be saved. Now, I had two hands come up. I'll ask Brother, Brother Art. You had your hand raised. Yeah, you uh, you getting ahead of me? That's that's in that's in our, our lesson tonight. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But you're you're correct. Yes, sister. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get in that in just a few minutes. I'll answer that question in a few minutes. There, um, after after the seven seals, there's going to be seven trumpets blown. Each one of those trumpets is going to be a vast destruction uh, on planet earth. And the purpose of God sealing the Jews is they'll be protected from that. They're going to be, they'll be protected from that judgment. Uh, what I want to do right now is go back and bring some other scripture to point out what I'm trying to to bring across with the nation of Israel uh, in this last day. Jeremiah 30, verses 5 through 11, it says, For thus saith the Lord, We have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, not of peace. Ask now and see whether a man is ever in labor with child. You ever seen a man in labor with child? God says, "I know. I know some women says they wish some of these men could go through some of that." But <laughs> the Scripture said, "Have you ever seen a man in labor with child?" So why do I see every man with his hands on his loins like a woman in labor, and all faces turn pale? Then he says, "Alas, for that day is great." so that none is like it. And it is the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Another name for the tribulation is the time of Jacob's trouble. It's going to be, the Jews have suffered greatly down through the years. Think about World War II. Six million were killed during the Holocaust. But what they're going to go through in the last half of the tribulation after the church is left here, it's going to make the Holocaust look like a Sunday afternoon picnic. It's going to be terrible. And the only way they're going to survive is that seal and that protection. See, they don't believe Jesus right now. They don't believe in Jesus. And Jesus can't come and wipe it all away right now until he can get them refined and get their eyes open and 
for the promise he made to Abraham. He's not going to let the Jews remain lost. He's going to bring them in. He's going to refine. Let's keep reading here. For it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from your neck and I will burst your bonds. Foreigners shall no more enslave them, but they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. Therefore do not fear, O my servant Jacob, says the Lord, nor be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar and your seed from the land of their captivity. Jacob shall return and have rest and be quiet, and no one shall make him afraid. For I am with you, says the Lord, to save you, though I make a full end of all nations where I have scattered you, yet I will not make a complete end of you. But I will correct you in justice and will not let you go altogether unpunished. Mm. God says, whoever he, loves, whoever he loves, he's going to chastise. God chastises us, people in the church. We, we get off track, we do something wrong. He's going, he, he's going, he's going to take us out behind the wood. Amen. Wood pile one way or the other. Amen. Uh, look at Zechariah 13 and 9. I will bring, now this is important. I will bring the one-third through the fire and refine them as silver is refined. And test them as gold is tested. Now, you can jot that beside that if you want to. That right there is 144,000. Who's he, who he's talking about? Yeah, but every one of those are Jews. That ain't got a thing in the world to do with us. See, that's people get that. That's why I told in the beginning people get mixed up between the elect of the church and the elect of Israel. And brother, brother Art mentioned that a while ago about about the twelve thousand. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, in this right here, if you know a little bit about this, you can blow a Jehovah's Witness theory completely out of the water. Yeah. 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 It it's it's pitiful the way that they have been deceived. Uh, but I mean, if you got any. If you got any spiritual aptitude at all, when you get the scriptures here, there's no way. There's no way that this hundred and forty-four thousand is Jewish. I mean, excuse me, is Gentile. Excuse me. Uh, God said He's going to bring one third through the fire, and refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. 
They will call on my name and I will answer them. See, the Jews never have called on the name of Jesus except for a handful like the Apostle Peter and uh, Apostle Paul, those who accepted Christ. But I'm talking about the Jews as a whole. They never have called on the name of Jesus. I mean, I've, I've been told by, by, by people I know that's visited Jerusalem if you, if you go to Jerusalem and you, you enter the house of a Jew in Jerusalem, you better not mention the name of Jesus in their house. They'll ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still it. Well, not all of them. Just a handful. Just a handful. The uh, that's why that's why uh, that's why this has got to happen. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, no. But, see, it's only one-third of them that's going to be brought through the fire. That's what Zechariah here, 13 and 9. That's the one, that, that, that's the number of those that's going to be sealed and protected from this uh, of the, la- uh, the, 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 uh, the last half of the tribulation uh, when God begins to pour out the wrath uh, upon up the earth. Uh, and uh, and there, there are some who believe that these, these 144,000 are also going to be witnesses that go out during that time and try to convert some of the rest of the Jewish brothers, you know. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, the the millennial, uh, the millennial reign won't start won't start to all this is over with. You know, this is this has got to go through first. This has got to happen first. Jesus is going to going to come and set up. After, there's no way that he can reign while 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 the antichrist before judgment is passed on the antichrist and he's thrown in the bottom of the spit. You know. Um, it's going to be during the, it's going to be during this time that they're going to begin to have their eyes their eyes open. God's going to have during this time two witnesses to come to be a witness to help. And and, and the whole purpose of the two witnesses 
They ain't, go, they ain't got nothing to do with uh, uh, the Gentile church. The two witnesses that's going to come has to do with the nation of Israel, and that's where that's where they're going to do their their prophecy. Well, I said at the beginning the church wasn't going to be here. I mean, you might be misunderstanding what I'm saying. You not might, might not be following, but I, that, I said in the beginning before this hits, the church is going to be gone. During this time, there's there's a period that the Bible calls the times of the Gentiles, uh, and um, personally, I believe when the times of the Gentiles is completed, there'll never be another Gentile saved. God will go back and work on His people to uh, prepare them, to refine them um, as far. I've seen somebody else's hand go up. Yes. No, it's, it's during that time he's going to be sealing them, protecting them, putting a protective... That's the 144,000, yes, right. Uh During that time, during that that period uh, of silence, uh, right after the seventh seal seal is open, uh, some of these these questions that some are getting, if you'll, you know, as we get into the lesson, they're going to be answered as we go. Well, no, I, that's... Uh, they're, they're, they're a totally different class, class of people the way, uh, the way that I teach it. And, well, let me, let me get on, get on t- uh, uh, to that. Huh? Well, let, let's go a little bit further. Romans chapter 11... <laughs> um, if we could, if we could kind of stay on, on track, I know what's coming up in here, and I think it's, it's going to uh, answer some of the questions. Romans chapter eleven, uh, verses twenty-five through twenty-nine. Uh, Apostle Paul said, "For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery." lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles have come in. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written. Thy deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them, when I take away their sins, he ain't took away their sins yet. They're still, uh, they've come together and, and unified as a nation, but not under God. Uh, and uh, this time of Jacob's trouble is meant to deal with them, to get them uh, to where they will, they will believe. They said, this is my covenant with them. When I take away their sins concerning the gospel... They are enemies for your sake. 
But concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Notice he uses the word, but concerning the election. See, and, and you leave that in the context where it's at. This election here is the nation of Israel. Not, not the church. I think it's interesting what Isaiah 49, 14 through 16 says. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. And all of this is referring to the Jews, the Jewish nation of uh, uh, people. The last three, the last half, three, which is three and a half years of the tribulation period, will initiate a whole new ball game for God's people, Israel. It will uh, commence a whole new age and program for them. The church will be gone from the earth, and the church age will be over and past. See, that's what I was trying to say a few minutes ago. When all this is taking place and God is, is dealing, uh, dealing with this, the church, uh, we're... We've been, been, we're being called up uh, with uh, the, um, oh, what's going to take place, the meeting, um, uh, um, the banquet, um, marriage supper, that, thank you, the marriage supper of the Lamb and, and all that. It is very significant that the word church is not found one time after the seven church ages which cover from Ephesians through Laodicea until you get through Revelation chapter 21. That is because during those days it will not exist on earth. The church will have been removed, the dispensation of grace will be over, and God will once again be working with his ancient covenant people, the Jews. At that time, according to Zechariah 13 and 9 quoted above, God will bring one-third of his people, the Jews, through the fire to refine them. As Jeremiah put it, it is the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved uh, out of it. During those days, the Jews will once again begin to call on the name of their God. Christ, the Jehovah of the Old Testament, and he will answer them. These are amazing prophecies, and they will literally full, uh, uh, fulfill, be fulfilled during the dark days uh, of this great uh, tribulation. Um, the times of the Gentiles, let me, let me stop uh, just, just for a moment. Before I get in this last second part of our lesson, um, when God sent Peter 
to Cornelius' house to preach salvation. Cornelius and his household received repentance. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter said, Can any man forbid water, seeing how these have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? He did so. That opened the door to Gentile people. That began the Gentile dispensation, the church dispensation, the time of grace. Amen. God has been dealing with all mankind of every nation, nationality, and tongue. That door is quickly closing now. It's quickly closing. When the door closes, there won't be no more Gentiles saved. God will devote his time to those here on the earth, which will, which will be his people then, his elect then, the nation of Israel. Uh, and uh, but God is going to bring them through it. They're not going to be destroyed through it. He's going to bring them through it. All right? The... Um, the 144,000, now in Revelation 7, 9 through 10, let's read this, the innumerable multitude. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, kindreds, and people, and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Now that right there, Brother Donald, wipes out Jehovah Witness theory. When they say the 144,000, is all that it's going to be. Because here, he said, After this, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number. It was impossible to number. Every, the crowd that John saw, they, not just Jews, but of all nations, kindreds, people, and tongues. And then go down a little bit further, in uh, verse 17 of the same chapter, and one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And which came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne, and serve him night and day. Now, notice. The 144,000 was on the earth. This innumerable crowd is in heaven before the throne. They're two different places, two different places at all. He said they came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne and serve him day and night in this temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, 
nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto fountains of living, fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Man, don't that sound good? Hallelujah. Yes. That sounds great. Hallelujah. So, John's attention shifts from earth scene and the ceiling of the 144,000 back up to heaven. Up there, he finds an innumerable multitude standing before God's throne. They are from every ethnic group on earth. They were wearing white robes. You remember that the martyrs, uh, and here's where I told you, Brother, uh, brother Art, I would get back to this. You remember that the martyrs of the fifth seal were given white robes when we was talking about the five, five seals and, and told to wait for the arrival of the rest of their brethren that would be killed. The fact that these people are in heaven dressed in white robes indicate that they are those very brethren spoken back there in 611. And again, let me emphasize, it would be very difficult to be a Christian during the Great Tribulation. It will literally cost people their lives to follow Christ in those days. Uh, so as we talked about, I want to I open my Bible back to that. Revelation, Revelation 6 and verse 9. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them uh, that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. This was not any of the 144,000. This, uh, this right here, well, uh, he put it up on screen. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Uh, Go ahead, continue. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Go ahead. Then a white then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would, would be killed as they were were completed. So it lets you know that there's going to be more killed. More people lose their life uh, uh, during this time. Uh, I want you to look up up there and put it on the screen. I'm going to, I'm going to, this innumerable multitude standing before the throne, they include these souls here that was under the altar. It includes them, but it, it goes further than that. Many, many more than them. In the book of Luke, uh, the 11th chapter.
Um, Luke 11, verse, verses 50 and 51. Okay, verses 50 and 51. That the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation. Now you're beginning to see why it's an innumerable crowd. It's going to include everybody who ever lost their life uh, for, for the right thing. That the blood of all the prophets which was shed from the foundation of the world might be required of this generation. Next verse. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah who perished between the altar and the temple. Yes, I say to you, it shall be required of this generation. All of these people who have been killed for the right, going all the way back to Those of you that's got a copy of the Fox's Book of Martyrs, and you see all of those that that lost their lives and was tortured and all that, they're all included in this innumerable crowd. And they're standing before the throne. They ain't going to have any worries no more. Everything uh, is, uh, uh, is, is, is done and over with. You know, for them, those that are still on the earth have been sealed by God uh, to keep them, keep them protected during the last half of this thing while the church is away and gone. Okay. Did, did I clear up anything for anybody? Or no, you, anybody got any, any comments about that? Yes, Brother Art. Huh? Well, it, it it includes people who have come in uh, and, and know the Lord through the truth through for the Word. Uh, you know, there's gonna there, there's a there's there's a lot of people and, and, and a lot of and a lot of denominations that's it's going to be just like just like the Jehovah Witness. They're not going to have they're not going to have a chance. They're not going to be there. No. They're not going to be there. And other other groups. You talking about during this time period? Is that what you? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During the, during that time period, yeah. Uh, 
Right. 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 Yeah. There are going to be people who wasn't ready, uh, and uh, but during this time, when they start putting a mark on everybody, and all of this stuff begins to happen, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna be people says, "No, nah, I'm not gonna take that." And uh, through the giving of their own life, uh, now they, they, they never, they never. I don't, I don't believe they ever will be a part of the bride, but they will, they will, uh, they will be there um, in, in the city. I believe, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't believe no Old Testament saint is a part of the bride. That's that's a different you know uh, uh, different dispensation, but it don't mean that they're not going to be on the new earth. 